Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Yo, I'm not sure for what you came for. The boat you smoke up your ass, seminars is next door. Line your tips up, man, just like Connect Four. All you winning the wanting, yo, that's what we check for. I build and pile the cash, create cash flow. Epic real estate investment to make your cash grow. Well, I can tell you ain't working hard at all. Tell people you work hard, you ain't working hard at all. Go deep with your investment before going wide. Too cold for you, yo, you need to go inside. It's not a money problem, it's an idea problem. Epic real estate investment, man, that we can solve them. Scared money don't make money. Passive income, cash flow, yo, how you create money. Savers and losers, open your eyes and see them. Matt Ferry, y'all creating your financial freedom. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. Yeah. Hello. And welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. This is the show where I share the strategy, tips, tricks, and insights of mine and my guests to reaching financial independence through real estate. The Epic Intensive, it's coming up quickly now, May 31st to June 2nd in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. So to reserve your seat, go to epicintensive.com. And with regard to the intensive, one of the more common questions that I and my strategy team receives, and we've been actually really focusing on answering this question for people and and getting them the the type of answer that they want. And that question being is, how long is this going to take? Because everybody wants results, but what's better than results are fast results. And, And my answer, it's just, it's always the same. You know, it depends. You know, as people come from different experiences in life, have different resources available to them, different work ethics, and ultimately different reasons as for you know why they want to be successful in real estate in the first place. But the one thing that levels the playing field, regardless of resources, regardless of, of um, experience, regardless of talent, regardless of intelligence, what levels the playing field is the work. If you focus on the right activities and perform them consistently and you do all of that with persistence, Everybody gets the results that they're looking for. Everybody. I haven't had an exception yet. And the more work you do on a consistent basis, the faster your results will come. So, you know, for example, very new members of the REI ACE program, Mara McGraw, she just closed her first two deals after leaving my office less than 90 days ago. And uh, Aaron Smith, 
became an REI ACER at the same time, um, four new deals under contract within that same time period. And then uh, Jack and Josh, who became REI ACERs, I guess that's the new name for it, I just came up with that, REI ACERs, at the last Epic Intensive, so that was just three months ago-ish, and you know, if I shared their success with you, you probably wouldn't believe me. And if you did, you probably wouldn't get any sleep tonight, because <laughs> I, I had Jack and Josh on the show recently, and I'll have them on again, I have to have them on again, as as what they've accomplished between then and now, which is just, that's just like six weeks apart, is worthy of, yeah, that's worthy of a second appearance to bring them on. So I'm confident they could become a more epic success story than Brad Donnelly. Yeah, if uh, you've been following the show for any length of time, uh, he's been on the show several times, he's one of my very first coaching clients, and you know, Starting from a dead stop, he did almost, oh, he did over, over a million bucks in revenue last year. And you know why I'm confident that uh, Jack and Josh have a shot at becoming the top success story is because I haven't seen anyone embrace the daily success report like Brad, since Brad, until Jack and Josh came along. And I mean, they are crushing it and they're going to continue to crush it if they continue to use the daily success report in the way that they've been using it. No doubt in my mind. And uh, anyway, from joining the REA's program at the last intensive, you know, the quick and dirty math that I'm putting together for them from what they've posted inside of the Epic Pro Academy, I have no idea what else they have going on. But just my quick and dirty math of looking at their Facebook posts inside of our community, uh, I see $100,000 plus of profit, of which it looks like half of that has been realized, meaning that's money in the bank already. Uh, they've raised more than $100,000 of private money as well. And they, they have so much in the pipeline. It's very inspiring. And so I'll have them on the show again shortly to share the facts and the details of what that's all about. Another REI Acer that's gotten super fast results is my guest on the show today. And he was a part of that same group. That was just a really good graduating class there of where it looks like everybody is just absolutely on fire, all starting at the same time. I mean, this is one of the most recent, this is just a few months ago. And what I like about our guest today and his wife is they listened, they took notes, and they took action. You know, the common denominator, the most common traits of, of the most successful REIA students is, or just Epic Pro Academy students overall, um, is that they are, one, quick to implement Two, quick to ask for help. And three, quick to share their success. And today's guest has been a perfect example of that. So it's no wonder that he's getting the results that he's getting. So please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Joey Stant. Joey, welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Uh, it's awesome to be here. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, glad to have you as well. Um, yeah, we, we just met, I don't know, not too long ago. Um, did we meet at the epic intensive or did you come and nick introduced us uh we met over the phone i would say first where i grill you with a thousand questions but right. you know, basically it was nick man nick was uh nick the one yes. that pushed me over the edge he you know, i can't you know i can't say enough good things about nick he, he really gave me the words of that, I, that not what i wanted to hear but what i needed to hear so it, it was cool man i met Sweet. you first at the uh, academy though 
Or he's the, good at that. That's why I keep him around. Yeah, good. <laughs> Perfect. So just before you found us, I mean, just kind of introduce us a, a little bit to yourself and what you're doing just before you found us. All right. Yeah, sure. So what I was doing, um, I moved to Florida. You know, my background was in sales for the most part. I graduated college with an MBA, had no idea what was out there in the real world. Uh, you know, I felt a little lost. And so I just picked any old job and I popped around for a while and, you know, work in corporate America a little bit and mostly in the sales background. And then I had a friend of mine approach me and say, you want to get into real estate? I said, great, we'll do it. And a guy had deep pockets and I picked up the family and I moved to Florida. And before I knew it with his money and me being the gopher, uh, we were flipping, you know, as much as 25 projects at a time. And I learned a lot about fix and flip and managing rentals, but I wasn't in business for myself. And then we refinanced the portfolio of roughly 500 properties between Florida and New York. And they came up to me and said, Joey, we got 40 million. You want to, you know, we, we got to move it very fast. I said, yeah, I, I can't do this. Right. So I, I just said, you know, with all due respect, I really appreciate everything, but I, you know, I, I can't do this with you guys anymore. So okay. I left the job up to do mortgage sales because that's where I felt like I liked. And I, I was partnering with a wholesaler. And that's really where my interest was because I was buying from wholesalers for this company, seeing, wow, we're putting up all this capital and walking away with 20, 30 grand. He got a 20 grand assignment fee, man. And he put up no capital. That's interesting to me. I, I really felt like they were the smartest out of all the moving pieces uh, in this whole investing game. And so I partnered with a guy and, you know, not to be too long winded, but basically it wasn't a good partnership because he didn't have the systems and things that you had. And I hit a point where I tried to flip a deal for a 10 K assignment and I couldn't do it. I was completely wrong about how I was going about everything. And I started looking things up and I, you know, i obviously I listened to your podcasts and I just gut feeling, I pick up the phone. I, I don't even know how I found you to be honest. I think I filmed on something on Facebook, but um, next thing I know I'm talking to Nick and then I'm flying to LA and, and now I'm, I'm doing it every day. And it's, it's been a complete life changing experience. Awesome. Awesome. So in what capacity were you working in real estate with that, that first, the first person? Yeah, I was paid a, basically a salary and I was helping them build a big rental portfolio. Um, at the same time, I was flipping houses to kind of pay for myself and pay for the office and all that. I was also the bookkeeper. So my you goal, were flipping houses with them or on your own on the side? With them. With okay. them. So essentially and in what capacity, I, what was your responsibility with their company as you're flipping and building this portfolio? I would find the deals, whether it was a foreclosure auction, tax deed, other wholesalers, MLS. Um after the acquisition, I would manage the rehab process. I would budget it and hire the crews. And from there, you know, if it was a rental property, I'd put the tenants in and then manage the rental from there. And so I was even doing showings uh, for the tenants. And, you know, I even did the back office. I did bookkeeping. I did end up hiring one assistant. So she would help me with some of the advertising and some of the bookkeeping. Um, and then from there, I would also, like I said, flip properties. Now we didn't mm -hmm. list them ourselves. I worked with the realtor on those. And like I said, my goal was to turn some sort of profit on the flips on a monthly reoccurring basis. And then mm -hmm. just letting the cash flow be their cash flow that they were building, right. for, you know, long-term wealth. Got it. So what was your volume like your volume of production with them? Like say, how many were you putting into the portfolio and then how many were you flipping each month? Do you have an idea? Rough number. I would say 70% rental, 30% flip around that range. 70% rental, 30% flip. So what was the actual quantity, like the volume of that number a month? What'd that mean in houses? How many? 
when I was in Tampa, because I went to Tampa first, I was in Jacksonville. Uh, second, we, we did Tampa where we started the business. We were very high volume and that was around 2014, 2015. We were doing it, uh, I would say upwards of 15 houses a month. Okay. I might be underestimating it. In Jacksonville, we scaled it back quite a bit. We were around five a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm asking you these questions because actually there's there's a part of this like I never really asked you. And now that in this context, I'm, I'm actually curious based off a couple of things that you said, because I see what my next question is written down here. And I'm like, hmm, why is, you know, maybe something's amiss. So you had a lot of experience. You were working in high volume. You were flipping and you were you're uh, adding properties to the portfolio. You're going out and you had multiple sources of, of where you're acquiring your properties. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I mean, I'm automatically thinking right now, like, why did you actually need me? You know, it seems like you have a bunch of experience that you could, why, what was missing so you couldn't do, just go out and do it yourself? Well, that is a fantastic question. So I could tell you that working with those guys, right? Like the first model was, and his name was Oren. I would say, hey, Oren, he's a great friend. He's like a brother to me. And I'd say, hey, man, if I flip five houses a month at minimum 20 grand profit, I'll make 100K, Right. And uh, yeah, that sounds great on paper, but the execution, the management was a piece that I never really got quite control of. There were certain factors that because I was working within an employee capacity, I only had so much leash in which I was allowed to operate. I wasn't allowed to make too many decisions that way. So in a way there, I don't like to point the finger because it was my fault. There was, you know, managing contractors. I'm sure you've experienced this. It's Mm -hmm. To management, it's a babysitting job, and it's very, very difficult, and it's very people dependent. And uh, overall, the percentages are much lower in, in that world. Not that it can't be done. I know people are successful, so it didn't work out that way. And so, even when I went on my own, why couldn't I do it? Well, I wasn't practicing the next step of entrepreneurship. I wasn't practicing finding the best deals in a more creative avenue. I wasn't practice raising capital, right? So, mm-hmm. even though I would, I had this experience. I had not yet done it for myself. I was always in a box where I was working for somebody else making a paycheck and I was never able to get the fattest, juiciest deals. At the end of the day, when you're on the auction or you're on the REOs on the MLS and and this and that, they're not the best deals. They're profitable, but there's not a lot of room for markup. And even if I did buy them, I wouldn't need the cash to buy them to then sell it to an end buyer if I was to wholesale it. And I never had the money. And I always had that excuse as well. And that's starting to go away now that I've been involved with REIAs. Right. Okay. So you basically, you had their giant machine behind you. So everything was kind of easy to do. Mm -hmm. And you didn't have to exercise as much discretion with each deal as you might with your own deals. Basically, yes. I was right. playing with their money to gain some good experience. Got it. Got it. Okay, it's all starting to make sense a little bit, um, or a lot of bit. As we went through this and, and we had this conversation, and uh, what what was it going to mean for you personally if you know if we decided to work together? Well, the biggest thing that I've been looking for is uh, just that life changing money because I even in that capacity. I never quite made enough, right? Like there's two schools of thought I find out there when I'm listening to to gurus, if you will. It's, you know, you save your way and, you know, you cut up your credit cards and you go that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you met my wife. <laughs> I married a princess, right? So, you know, she's a good girl and she deserves the world. And, you know, I just knew that, you know, we were never going to be able to live a lifestyle. And, and I don't, don't even agree, agree with the philosophy anyway, um, that it's going to be, you know, I've saved my way to wealth, right? So I knew I needed to earn my 
way to wealth. And so what the difference was going to be, you know, and I'm starting to experience it already is that on a monthly basis, instead of making that salary, that predetermined set of income, I'm in control over my own deal and my own business to really leverage that into all the opportunity that real estate offers. Got it. So Cynthia was your why is what you're saying. Cynthia, my children, Derek and McKinley, and a little bit of myself, you know, I'm a very competitive guy. I want to, I want to look in the mirror and say, you know, I I like to think I'm a badass, but my bank account doesn't say so. Right. So (laughs) what am I going to do to change it? And so that, you know, it was a big change, a shift in mentality, overcoming the price, which I'll never, ever, ever thank you enough for, you know, making me put myself out there in such a way to where I paid the price. And I have such a fire that I know I wouldn't have otherwise. And I know it because when I partnered with that wholesaler, I didn't have that same fire. I let leads go, you know, I I had the paycheck, you know, so I would work the paycheck job 10 hours a day, and then I'd give them 30 minutes to an hour. And it, it just wasn't getting results. Right, right. Um, first of all, you, you, you made this decision yourself. I didn't make you do anything. And, uh, it was just the timing was right. I stand corrected. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I didn't, I don't make anybody do anything. Uh, I invite them and it's your decision and I'm glad you made the decision. So since like, again, we've only been working together about three months. What are the the three parts of the, the program that have had the biggest impact on you and your results? Oh man. Um, I think, Actually, to correct you again, it's only been two months. I actually came back from LA uh, roughly two months from now. So, you know, even even then it's been less than that. I I would say that just, you know, listening to your podcast in the past and knowing all the different marketing machines and and things that you can do on a day-to-day basis, we'll start with that, right? The daily success report, Mm -hmm. the in the phone up and just calling strangers like, hey, are you selling this house? And, you know, even if that one person wasn't that for me or what have you, it's just, it's a good exercise. It built me more comfortable having conversations to the point now where I think I have a batch of mailers that we did together as well. So having all that automated, I'm getting all those voicemails coming in and some still bleed through my phone and you know, they're calling me and it's going to be a conversation. Right. And it, in uh-huh. the first times it's like, Oh man, like, what do I say? It's so weird. Now it's like, uh, yeah, I thought I was calling a voice message and I go, Oh yeah, it must've got through my phone. I was going to ask you if you were looking to sell a house, Are you trying to sell a house. And they go, yeah, actually, or they say, no, I'm not trying to sell a house. Either way, the, the fear is gone and I can engage with anybody. And it's because the amount of volume that your program just put on me right from the onset just got awesome repetition right from the beginning that I just found invaluable. Mm-hmm. It's funny you just said that. No one has ever said that before. And that's kind of my response when everyone asks this question. Not everyone, but when people ask a question, when we send their leads to an automated message service and they'll say like, well, what if I accidentally pick up? What should I do? <laughs> it's like, right, right, yeah. said, oh, my bad. No big deal. <laughs> right. Did you have a house for sale? So it was perfect. I love that you just said that a couple months in the first, I don't know, 30, 45 days, you were, we were on Voxer. That's how I, how we communicate most of the time. I think I had a Voxer from you every single morning for a while. <laughs> and, and you're asking a lot of questions. I was like, why is Joey asking me all these questions? I thought like he had all this experience. He's like, he's kind of asking me some basic questions, but, but that's why I was there. And you know, we got everything answered, but then something just kind of clicked. I mean, the 30 days later, all of a sudden you're off to the races and you posted your, your first closing. And now you, now you're in communication and contact with sellers. You got a pipeline going. What was the big switch and how did it happen so quickly? Um, obviously all the credit goes to you. 
And I would tell you that it's funny. I was at a investors meeting last night and I'm talking to another guy about it. You know, he's, he's doing it the slow and steady pace. He's working his job and he's got like a couple of rentals under his belt. And I'm talking, you know, I'm, I'm all excited, right? You know, my personality, I'm very uh, bubbly over the top guy. And I can't wait to tell you my story. I probably talk way too damn much, but that's fine. Uh, that's who I am. And um, I like it. I like it. I <laughs> appreciate it. And, I like uh, it because, because your personality, you, you do, you, you talk a lot. You're big you got a big personality. You're fun to be around, but you know, what's really nice about you is you back it all up with work and effort. You go out and execute. And so that's an absolute pleasure to work with Joey, just so you know. Oh man, it's, it's awesome to have you because basically I was talking to the guy about the program I'm in and I'm like, you know, it's, it's been a game changer. And he said, you know, he's, he's challenging it, right? Like I'm sure you get it all the time, the challenges and this and that. And I go, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. Everything Matt says in his podcast, it's everything he's telling me on the damn boxer. I'm like, there's, that's actually all the same stuff. I said, but the difference is, is I got uncle Matt hanging behind me now. And I have this sense of confidence, right? Cause I'm like, Oh, but then here's the kicker. You don't really do anything different, right? Like I'll never forget the first deal and I'm, I'm trying to close it. And you know, what's funny. I'm hearing on the other side. I'm like, you know, if this doesn't work out, I just want Matt to say, Oh, he's going to buy it for me. Don't worry, Joey. I'll take care of it. And that's not what you said. You said to me, dude, you can't live and die by one deal. You know, if it works, it works. It doesn't, no big deal. You, you just move on to the next one. And that was invaluable advice for me. And, you know, as, as a sales background already, right? Like I didn't, I could have given myself that advice, but when you're in that position where everything's new and you have this stupid fear in your, in your gut and you're, you know, thinking, is this going to work and is it not? You know, I went to that closing and I remember just, you know, basically saying, this is what it is it, with the buyer as well. He was my only buyer. He doesn't know that. Right. He's only buyer. I'm like, God, this guy doesn't buy it. Still's not going to work. Um, and I'm just like kind of struggling. I'm playing it cool. Like, you know, and that was really hard to do, but it was because of the advice you gave me to where it was, you know, just play it cool. And, you know, so to summarize it, it is having that, you know, t- you telling me not what I want to hear, but what I need to hear has been huge. Mm-hmm. And um, basically just being made to execute all the time because it's all on me and you know the systems are in play all i have to do is answer the phone and respond it's not like i really have to go out of my way to make too much happen awesome awesome thanks for sharing that um so in two months let's just get to the nitty-gritty what results have you achieved Okay. So we talked about the one I closed. That was a $5,000 deal uh, wholesale. Everything I'm doing is wholesaling. I'm just really avoiding shiny object syndrome. I'm laser focused on that. Okay. Did another deal in Philadelphia, which is a completely new market for me, even though I'm an Eagles fan, I don't spend much time in the city. So I did that one for about a thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was, it was fun though. I learned a new one and it was below my minimum deal standard. And I'm so early in the game. I'm just kind of not as uh, disciplined in that regard as I ought to be. And I'm kind of okay with it for today because I know it means that I'm going to be, you know, more experienced down the road. Like I'm willing to pay for experience a little bit. Sure. So, well, that, that experience paid you. Yeah, sure. Right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Usually it does go the other way around. The lessons <laughs> come with expensive price tag, but that yeah. one actually paid you good. Okay. So that's two. What else? Again, I stand corrected. So now I have another one down in down South Delaware under contract where the buyer's signing it today for a $12,000 markup. And then I have one in Northeast Maryland that I have under contract with another $12,000 markup that I'm expecting to make around 10. And then I have two to three more offers in the pipeline where I'm just waiting on a seller signature return, each with $10,000 markups. Okay. So, and you know, another batch of mailing went out today and I, I have about 10 voicemails I have to check on after this call. So, you know, obviously there's more and more coming. So sweet. So that's what that's 60 days, right? Okay. Cause you were yeah. just about two months ago. Yeah. Super. Okay. So one thing I just, just caught my attention 
is you've got like multiple states and cities represented. How, how is that working out for you? Well, in Delaware, you know, it's like I'm in the north part of the state. So I'm within 15 miles of Maryland, Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Mm. There's something yeah. stinky about New Jersey. I just don't go there. Sorry to anybody listening from New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> I got good friends from there. They'll get it. And um, uh, it's no big deal. You know, I think Delaware is an attorney state and Pennsylvania is not, but it really doesn't make a difference to me. You just call a different person. And sometimes the same person does it for some reason. I don't really quite wrap my head around it, but it's all good. They're closing either way. So um, I think Delawareans have a trouble going up north. I think they find Philadelphia uh, intimidating. And I would say that with Delaware, it's kind of an old boys club. I was most excited about getting this program because it's very clear I have an edge on my competition. It's very clear I'm doing things that nobody else in the, in the state is doing. Philly's a little more competitive, but it's a bigger pond, so there's still room to fish there. And I'm getting my own success, getting meetings with people out there. And, you know, I thrive on being very transparent. I don't really make it up. I say, hey, you know, I'm not really familiar with Philadelphia. Tell me a little bit about the area. And typically that adheres to people. So yeah, you're one of the, the, the people that took a took right away when I at the summit where I said, uh, I'm going to show you how to do all this stuff. I'm going to give you everything to do. You've got full access to me, but don't ignore your own intuition and your own instincts. And don't ignore your own resourcefulness. And I think that's really why you succeeded so quickly is because you have a little bit of resourcefulness in you. You've got the good instincts, I think. And uh, you're really good at just following directions. And when you get stuck, then you, you ask for help and then you go implement again. When you get stuck, you ask for help. And I think that's just the perfect formula for getting the type of results that you're getting. Let's we'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up here in just a second, Joey. Uh, can you complete this sentence for me? I almost didn't join REI ACE because fear, right? It was a big commitment and I was able to overcome it very quickly because I was just so tired of being intimidated. And, you know, the old expression goes, if you want unusual results, you need to do some unusual activity. And I was ready to do something very unusual. And, you know, when I talk to others about it, they kind of don't get it. And that's fine, man. I, I love it because already, like you said, 60 days, I'm feeling results. I'm my motive. I can't sleep at night because I'm so excited every day. It's really, it's been awesome, man. But fear was big. It was really big time coming over the fear. And um, it was tough because, you know, you met my wife, I have two small children. It's not just a me decision. I'm accountable for a family, mm -hmm. but you know, you through the worst case scenario and you know, that's not really going to happen anyway, but if you can live with that, you make the decision. And I pulled the trigger based on that outcome. Nice. Nice. And you're at less than 60 days. You're basically, you're well into the black after probably in the next couple of weeks. Sweet. Um, so who would you recommend REI ACE to and why? I think, you know, it's funny because we were boxing about this and, you know, so I know you, I understand that not everybody is successful right. in the program. And I think that's the law of averages with people anyway. I know my background in sales. I loved an environment where I was ranked, you know, here's number one in the country and here's number four. And, you know, always the guys at the bottom say the same thing oh, there's no deals to be had. There's no sales to be had. It's already saturated. And, you know, you can think that when you put up your, I buy houses cash between six other signs and say, I buy houses cash, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's for somebody who's not afraid to rub elbows with other people. You know, the, the saying you have is move at the speed of instruction. I mean, yeah, I live and die by that. Just keep working. Sweet. All righty. So the Epic Intensive is coming up and it's actually pretty close to you. Are you going to be there? I am not, Matt. I You're am not going to be there. 
Okay. No, I wish. I'm, I'm booking the next one. I promise you. All right. Well, just know that the day before is, is the, uh, the REI ACE inner circle where all the REI ACE members get together. So more of a mastermind environment. So let's make sure that we get you the next one after that. No, hundred percent, man. I'm on board. Right. I just, I've been on the grind so hard. I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't know, you know, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I didn't know how much success I was going to get early on. So in the time when I'm invited and I think it was late February, early March, I'm just like, I, I don't know. It's, it's too big of a commitment for me. I, I don't know, man. I, I should have said, yeah, now I'm milking back, but you know, I, I don't have that. And I'm going to be committed to really working the program. I, I want to be worked. I'm one of those guys where, you know, it's such an honor to be on this show right now, but I don't consider myself successful at all. I want to be to the point where it's, you know, I a hundred percent have so much more accomplished and, and I can really, you know, maybe come back mm-hmm. on and be cool and talk about what I'm doing a lot longer from now in that kind of mastermind. But right. I feel like I have a lot of work to do. Yeah. I, I think you got a lot, a lot to contribute to, to that type of group. And the reason I did ask you on the, on the show, Joey is yeah, you've, you know, you're not where you want to be yet. And you, there's a lot more for you to accomplish just one of the more common questions and the hesitations by people is that they're when they go to make this commitment to themselves, whether it's financial commitment or a time commitment, or they're just going to change their mind and, and shift from one endeavor to this endeavor. Those are big commitments in people's lives. And, and the, the question that routinely comes up is how long is this going to take? Mm. And that's why I wanted you on because, you know, if, if you do the right activities, you do them consistently and you do it long enough, you're going to get the results. And if you operate under the, what I think is the ideal formula, just be quick to implement and quick to ask questions. No one was quicker at asking questions than you were. And, but then you weren't asking questions just for the sake of asking questions. You were asking questions for the sake of what do I do next? And then you went and actually did it. I think you're a great example of that. And that's really why I wanted you on the show so quickly into our relationship. Oh, well, thanks. That really means a lot. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I, I always thought I had something in me and this is really the most fulfilling time of my life I've ever had because I finally feel like I'm living up to uh, the type of success that I always felt like I could achieve and I couldn't have done it uh, without you. And it's it's an amazing experience. I'm so happy to be on this journey. Well, I'm glad to have you here and it's a pleasure to work with you. Let's check back in six months and then we'll uh, reassess the size of your empire then. Sound good? Sounds great. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate <laughs> All it. All right, man. Take care. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. And whenever you're ready, here are three ways I can help you become the healthy, wealthy beast of an investor God designed you to be. First, if you can make it to the Epic Intensive coming up here in Indianapolis, do it. Go to epicintensive.com, grab a seat, and we'll work side by side. We're going to get your rat race escape plan all set up for you, okay? Or as we kind of d- discussed the theme of this show today, you know, people li- looking to uh, start investing in real estate for the first time. You know, their, their big thing is how long is this going to take? Everybody wants those fast results. And so much so that I created a short course about the two easiest and fastest strategies to a paycheck in real estate. And you can grab a copy of that course. It's waiting for you, a complimentary copy at that. It's waiting for you at freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. If you haven't done your first deal yet, or it's been a while since you've done your, your next deal, go ahead and go there to freerealestateinvestingcourse.com just to make sure that you're not missing anything, like reconnect with the basics and make sure that you're doing everything that you know to do. And that's at freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. Or if you'd like to work directly with me on your business to help you get to that next level, go to reiace.com, share with me a little bit about your business and what you'd like to work on, and then I'll get you all of the details. Alrighty, God bless to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow.
yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.